there. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along on this Wednesday morning, August 11th, as we look into the Word of God to be encouraged, to be strengthened, to be edified by the Word of God. It changes our lives. So I hope you're here and you join us every day as we look into the Word, as we pray, and we allow God's Word to strengthen us, make us men and women that we're not because we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're looking at today. And I have a question. Have you ever thought, wondered, wished that Jesus would just be right there with you? Wouldn't it be great if some of the trials of life, some of the difficulties, some of the storms, like, you know, when we're crossing the ocean, crossing the sea and the storms of life come up, if he could be there in the boat with us, or if he could provide a word of encouragement, if he was right there, wouldn't that be wonderful? And the disciples certainly wanted it. And when Jesus talked about he was going to leave them, they were grieved. And, and with us living our Christian life, sometimes we just long for that leadership, that presence of God. And we wish he could be with us. But notice what Jesus said in John 16 and verse 7. He says this. 16 verse 7, I tell you the truth. So he's not lying to us here, okay? Jesus said, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. Who is this helper? And is it really to our advantage? Is it really, are we really better off than say the disciples that had Jesus right there and they were walking present with him? Jesus said it is. He said it's to our advantage. It was wonderful that he came to earth. It was wonderful that he was present. It was wonderful that he was there. It was wonderful that the disciples saw him and could give witness and testimony to what they had seen with their own eyes. But we actually have it better than them. It's hard to believe, isn't it? But it's true. Why is that? Well, to find out why it's better that, that we have it better, you have to turn over to John 14 and start with verse 16 and he said Jesus says this he's talking about the same topic I will ask the father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever that is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him but you know him because he abides with you and will be in you so a lot of interesting truth in here, and there's some significant application. And I want to share by the end of the time, I think maybe the most important prayer that we can pray on a regular basis. So be ready for that by the end of the message today. But who is this helper? Jesus called him the spirit of truth. He's speaking of the Holy Spirit. After he would die be buried, resurrect, walk on earth for 40 days, Jesus would then ascend to heaven, be seated at the right hand of the Father. But while there, he said he would ask the Father, and the Father would send this helper. This happened on the day of Pentecost. We read about in Acts chapter 2 in the Bible, where the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples with great power. The Holy Spirit was given at that point. Why was he not given earlier? Because Jesus had not yet been glorified. He was going to return to the Father and ask the Father to send the Spirit. This is why in verse 17 right here, Jesus says of the Holy Spirit, He abides with you 
At that present time, Jesus was still on earth. He abides with you, but he will be in you. What an awesome thing that the Spirit, instead of just being with them, would actually be in them. This was something that the, the believers were not experiencing or the, the, the people of God were not experiencing before Jesus went to the Father, went back to the Father and sent the Spirit on Pentecost. The Spirit would come upon people or be with people, but now He's in us. And notice also it says in verse 16 that He would be with us forever. Remember David, when David sinned with Bathsheba and then had her husband Uriah killed in battle? I mean, terrible sin, terrible sin. And Jesus and, and David prayed in, in when he was repenting of this and when he was broken over his sinfulness. He prayed and he said, Father, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. You can understand the anguish of soul that he thought, oh my goodness, the consequence for what I have done. But, but Jesus said, of us, the Spirit would be in us. He was not in David. He was with David. And that he would be with us forever. David evidently could lose the Spirit. But evidently we can't because Jesus said he would be with us forever. We are in a very, very privileged position. We're in a position that the disciples did not have before the death and resurrection of Christ. We're in a position that the Old Testament saints did not have, people like David. We're in a position where the helper has come to be in us and in us forever. And this is why Jesus said that, that it was better that he come it's better that Jesus go away because Jesus, you know, when he was physically present, he might have been separated from the disciples. He might have been, you know, in Jerusalem and they were on the other side of town or they were up in Galilee or something of this nature. But the Spirit is always with us. Who is the Spirit? The word here is parakletos in the Greek. It means a comforter. It means literally one called alongside to help. Sometimes it's translated comforter. Sometimes it's translated advocate. More often than not, it's translated helper. What an interesting word for the Holy Spirit. What an interesting word that he would be known as the helper. Do you ever feel a need for God's help? Well, the Spirit of God lives in you and he lives in you forever. That's awesome. If you ever feel a need for God's help, the Spirit of God lives in you, and He lives in you forever. That means, if you're anxious, you're worried, ask for His help. Are you in a situation where you feel you don't know how to go forward? Ask for His help. Do you have big problems or big decisions in front of you? Ask for His help. Do you have little things, regular things, routine things? Ask for his help. I think the most common prayer I pray comes from this verse. And it's simply this. I pray regularly, help me, Lord. This morning I've already prayed, help me. During this, before I started this live stream, I just prayed, Lord, help me today. Help me do this well. Help me to speak well. I would, believe it or not, right before I started, I was having some equipment problem. And it wasn't turning on properly. I put some new batteries in. They weren't working. And it was, it was one minute before time to get I said, Lord, help me. Help it work. It's time. Lord, make these batteries work. If I'm going to put them in wrong, whatever, help, Lord. 
It's a little thing, isn't it? I mean, putting batteries in, but help me, Lord. You know, there was a book once written about cultivating the, the continual presence of God. And I think that's a good thing to do. How do you cultivate? I mean, is cultivating the continual presence of God walking around somewhat spacey with your eyes kind of looking up and, and, and just being detached from the world? I think not. No. I think cultivating the presence of God is living our life, living in this world, living in our life responsibilities, and consistently just saying, Lord, help me. Help me today at work. Help me in this relationship. Lord, I'm about to have a conversation might be difficult. Help me with it, Father. Help me with it, Holy Spirit. The Spirit is our helper. Lord, I'm, you know, going to, going to work today. Help, there's a lot of traffic. Help me, Lord. Help me get to work on time. When I have a good today at work, help me today at work, Lord. Help me at school. When, when you're about to take a test, Lord, help me. Just this, uh, this can be a prayer that we pray. I mean, you can pray it a hundred times a day. Do you think the spirit gets tired of you? Ask, is he asking for help again? I think not. I think that's his title. That's what, that's what he loves to do. He's our helper. He's our helper. Now, God, my friends, I say, ask God for help in all the things. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he'll make your path straight. We read in Proverbs 3, 5. But I want to say also, I hope that you and I are both living lives that require the Spirit's help. It might seem, you know, insincere to say, Lord, help me, um, help me today, fix dinner today. I've done it a thousand times. I know how to do it, but ask anyway for help. That might seem insincere. It's not, it shouldn't be. But more importantly, I hope that you're endeavoring to do things that require the Spirit's help. So you see, God will call us to do things that stretch us, that move us out of our comfort zone. God's got a, God's on the move, my friends. God's doing big things around us. God's wanting to, he doesn't want you stuck in a rut. God wants you moving forward. He wants to stretch you. He wants to use you. I think God wants to use every one of us and grow every one of us far beyond anything we imagine, anything we think, far beyond what you could ever realize or think about. And so God will stretch you and he'll, he'll get you to like, he'll get you out of the, we talked about the boat. He'll get like Peter, Jesus was walking on the water and Peter said, Lord, if that's really you, tell me to get out of the boat and I'll come to you. And Jesus said, okay, get out of the boat and come. And I thought, oh, Peter, why did you say it? Now you got to get out of the boat. And he got out of the boat and he began to sink. And what did he cry out? Help me, Lord, save me. I'm sinking. Help, help, help. God is going to challenge you and I at times to get out of the boat and walk on the water, to do something we've never done, maybe something you've never seen anyone else do. And when you get out and you take a risk for God, you might get in a situation where you start to sink and it's scary and it's dangerous and, it's, and you took a risk. And what do, you do the, what do you do then? You cry out, help, Lord, save me. And God loves that. He doesn't despise you for asking. He doesn't say, what a fool for getting out of the boat in the first place. No, he lifts you up. He, he saves you. He is our helper. I encourage you in your life. You got to be praying this prayer every day, multiple times, multiple times every day. Just ask him, cultivate the continual presence of God by asking the spirit to help you. Help me. Help Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me in these things I'm doing. Help me where I'm going. 
Remember, he's with you. He's with you today. He's in you. He's in you forever. He is a ever-present helper in time of need. That's good news. Let's go make a difference for the Lord. Amen? Let's make a difference because he's the one helping us. Father, we thank you that this Holy Spirit, you sent him to live in us, not just to abide with us, and not just to come and go, and not just to be here temporarily, but he's in us forever. You have sealed us with him until the day of redemption. You have caused him to live within us. Oh, Father, I pray that we would know and call upon this awesome resource, the Holy Spirit, who is our helper, one called alongside to help. I pray, Father, that we would acknowledge the need, our need for the Spirit in things big and small, in times when, in, when we need help with relationships, help with our attitudes, help with our feelings, help with our projects, in all that we do. I pray, Father, that we would realize nothing is too small to ask for the Spirit's help. We would cultivate your presence with us all the time, every day, 24-7. But I pray also, Father, for those of us, we want to make a difference in this world. I know, Lord, people come here day after day. We want to make a difference. And so we just say we're available for you to stretch us, to move us out of our comfort zone, to get us out of the box that we maybe are living in or have put you in, to do things that are extraordinary. We live in extraordinary times, we believe. We know that calls for extraordinary actions and activity, and that must come from extraordinary people. And Lord, what makes us extraordinary is the Spirit of God dwelling within us. So we pray for it. We cry out for it, that we would, we would know your presence as our helper, and we would be people who attempt great things for God, expect great things from God, because it's more than us. We're just, we're just the, 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 the vessel that you're using. It's the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that lived in Peter and Paul, the same Spirit that, that empowered the disciples, the same Spirit lives in us. Might we know your power? Might we know that your presence? Might we experience your help day in and day out? Thank you. Thank you. You don't begrudge us. You don't get tired of us asking for help. This, this old Holy Spirit is what you do. It's who you are. It's your very title. You are the helper. Thank you. And we pray today, help us. Help us today to be all that you made us to be. Help us today to fulfill your purposes. Help us today to have boldness, faith, love. Help us to be courageous. Help us to have wisdom. Help us make good decisions. Help us to spot good opportunities. Help us, Lord, in all that we do today. Help us with relationships. Help us to be kind and loving with people who mistreat us. Help us, Lord, know how to act in every situation. We cry out to you, O helper, you live within us. Might we not live our lives ignoring this tremendous resource that you, Father, have graciously given us. We bless you. We're filled with gratitude. We thank you. Help us today to praise you in all of our circumstances. Help us when we feel down to, to look up. Help us, Lord, to remember the word 
Remember your promises when we're discouraged. Help us, Lord. Remember your word. Help us to be disciplined. Help us to be faithful. Help us, help us, help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, we bless you now. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, (laughs) you got your marching orders today. Call upon the helper. Learn to do it moment by moment. Help me, Lord. That's the prayer we should be praying. Thanks for joining me. I love you guys. So glad that you are with me. I am so grateful for this community that's growing. And I know many of you, I just, you know, just see your names in the chat or so on, but I'm, I feel closer to you and I trust you feel that with me. And even on, on this online sense, the community has developed and is growing. So praise the Lord. I bless the Lord for you. You be strong today. You be encouraged. You have a great day. Make sure if you're new, we welcome you. I hope you come back day after day. Hit the subscribe and like button. Leave a comment. Let me know who you are, where you're from, and um, um, we'll stay in touch, okay? God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. You have a great day. Bye-bye.